technology is great for research. We have AI, all of these, this technology now that if we're researching a prospect, we can find out lots about them. If they're a public company, oh my gosh, it's all out there. But that's how we do our research, that intel, period. But for the introduction, we are the only app. Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. This is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And it is my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. We have an amazing show in store for you today. If you're trying to figure out how to get more leads, I've got an expert here that's going to help you out. Now, if you're looking for how to grow your business with referrals, that there's a a secret to that. So we're going to talk about that. The goal of all of this is to help you with your long-term business strategy. Here on the Small Biz Chat podcast, we talk about how to start and grow a successful business. Our mission is to end small business failure. And we bring in guests with amazing expertise to give you advice from multiple angles to help you take your business to the next level. Now, the Small Biz Chat Podcast is a peer-to-peer mentoring show. We're really about giving small business owners invaluable business advice that they otherwise would have to pay for. The Small Biz Chat Podcast can be seen on my Small Biz Lady YouTube channel and on my Facebook page. So please do me a favor and subscribe to both and share it. More people need to know about how to get great information to grow their business. And now it's time for me to introduce my first guest. Joanne Black is America's leading authority on referral selling. She's not bragging. Her publisher gave her that moniker and she's taking it. Referrals work whether you're looking for a job, wanting a promotion, need clients, or looking for a date. She's written two books, No More Cold Calling, The Breakthrough System That Will Leave Your Competition in the Dust, and Pick Up the Damn Phone, How People, Not Technology, Seal the Deal. Joanne founded her company in 1996. She works with business owners to drive revenue to propel growth through referrals. Please join me in welcoming from San Francisco, author, speaker, and sales contrarian, Joanne Black. Welcome, Joanne. That's a great welcome, Melinda. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I have known you for so long and I'm so glad that I finally got you on my podcast. So tell me, how did you get started in business and how did you discover referral selling? Well, first of all, I never thought I'd be in sales because I was the shyest kid you would ever want to know and a young adult as well. And I'm still an introvert. You know, people think of sales as the used car salesman. And I'm not that, and good salespeople aren't, which you and I, I think everybody knows now. But it started, I worked for two different consulting and training firms. And in 1996, the economy was great. And my colleague said, Joanne, start your own business. 
And it turned out my first client was an outplacement firm, a small outplacement firm. And I was working with them on their sales strategy. Referrals haven't even come into my head yet. Well, at the same time I was with them, they were doing a customer satisfaction survey of 50 of their best clients. And I added this question on the last round. Would you be willing to be a referral to this client? Well, seven point scale came back 6.5. So the next meeting with the management team, I said, look, 50 of your best clients saying they refer you. Are you asking? Well, you can guess the answer. It was no in 1996, and it's still no now. That's how it started. Wow. So why are referrals the number one way to drive revenue? Everybody loves referrals, we know, because we get an introduction, right? So when you're introduced to someone you want to meet, you get the meeting. It's not X number of dials. I don't need to send 12 cold emails, any of that. So it's a huge savings in prospecting time because none of us like to prospect. I don't care who you are. It's not our favorite thing. But with referrals, it is. And here's what happens, that we gain trust when we're introduced to someone that our referral source knows very well. The trust our prospect has for that person transfers to us. So just picture that here to here. We have trust. And the hardest thing for salespeople or anybody in business to earn, we all know that because we have that used car salesman thing in our heads. And so that's one of the reasons referrals are so great. It saves time, increases productivity. We get the meeting with the right person, and then they can refer us to other people, either within their company or to their counterparts in other companies. Now, here's a huge statistic. When you look at people you've been introduced to in the past, and they are a prospect, Think about the percent of time that person actually became a client. That's the conversion rate. Well, years ago, I actually know, isn't the conversion rate 60% on warm referrals? Isn't it 60%? It's more. It's more. So I do polls all the time. So it always used to be 50%. And then about five years ago, when I asked that question, Now it was 60 to your point 70. Some people even said 90 and some people said 100. So it's huge. And that's really how it drives revenue, right? We have a qualified prospect who's become a client. We convert them and and we drive revenue. Referrals drive revenue. All day, all day. But now, you know, with the internet selling and all this automation and all this stuff, Why do you feel like referral selling is even more important today? It's great in any economy, but in a down economy, it's even better. And we've had many of those in the last 30 years, many more than we'd like to think about. And here's why. When you're introduced to someone that your prospect knows and trusts, you will always get the meeting. And especially in times that are down, a recession or otherwise, they're always going to talk to that person. 
everybody else they're going to refuse because they're very busy working on their own strategies in their own company. Now, you have very specific definition for referrals. What is it? An introduction. <laughs> Period. You know, it used to be, oh, give me a name. Um, email or call Melinda and tell her I told you to reach out to her. Does that work? Sometimes. But here's the power of the introduction. And this is happening to me tomorrow. I was just introduced to someone. You have the opportunity to get all this intel about your prospect. Because on LinkedIn, anywhere on the web, we only put there what we want people to see. So I always ask about, well, tell me about this person. How do you know her? What's she like? What's important? Why do you think she'd be interested in speaking with me? What's going on in her business? That's the power of an introduction. And that's why you never, ever, ever, ever ask for an introduction on social media or through email because you miss that opportunity to get that intel. It's the biggest differentiation ever. Because when we get the introduction, we get the meeting, and then we're in. And now it's our opportunity to build relationships, get in first. All of that matters, depending on the size of the company. You know, sometimes they'll issue a, a request for proposal. And I'm telling you, if you haven't been involved in creating that, don't bother because you won't win. Somebody else is in there, right? Right. It, it, no matter who you're selling to, people still do business with people that they like, know, and trust, period. It doesn't matter if your number's lower. If nobody knows you, nobody cares, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Now, I know that you're all about getting on the phone, getting that intel, but is there any technology you can use to garner referrals? I mean, you talked earlier about an example of someone adding one question to a survey. I mean, like, is is technology persona non grata when it comes to getting referrals? Oh, let me see how I'm going to answer that, Melinda. Technology is great for research. We have AI, all of these this technology now that if we're researching a prospect, we can find out lots about them. If they're a public company, oh my gosh, it's all out there. But that's how we do our research, that intel, period. But for the introduction, we are the only app. All right. I'm going to take that as gospel because you said it. <laughs> all right. Now, there's no secret that, um, you know, that, that there's a crowded marketplace, you know, people are losing, using technology, there's globalization, competitions everywhere. So how do you ensure that a buyer chooses you? Like even after the introduction, like how do you, how do you close them? Well, insure, you can't insure. I don't know. I do know what we all need to do is ask great questions. No pushing, no pitching, no talking about ourselves, because here's the thing. Nobody cares about us. They only care about what we do for them. Our conversations need to be conversations. <laughs> and here's the thing. If we are not the right person, we need to say no and then refer them to someone who can help. 
but the trust is there. We can't break it. We can't break it by being a pushy salesperson. Right. We earn it by building that relationship, asking good questions and probing, because I think most of us know the first problem people come to us with is not typically the real problem. Right. Once you get in there, you find out what the real story is, right? What they weren't willing to tell you what the real problem is until you get inside and you can kind of see for yourself. But let's talk about LinkedIn for a second, though, because I am connected to, oh my gosh, over 17,000 people on LinkedIn. And all the time I get requests from people, will you introduce me to so-and-so? And Nine times out of 10, it's from somebody else I don't know. So it's like somebody I don't know is asking me to introduce them to the CEO of Pitney Bowes or something. And I'm going, I'm not doing that. I don't know. I don't know you from Adam's Alley Cat. I'm not doing that. Right. But but I do see a lot of every now and again, an actual friend of mine emails me on LinkedIn and says, hey, do you know so-and-so? And I respond, yes, I know them really well. What do you need me to do? Do you need me to call them? Do you need an email introduction? Do you need a recommend? Like, what's going on? And then they will call me and say, hey, this, I'm interviewing for this job or bup, bup, can you? Absolutely. If it's somebody I actually know. But I think that social media has somehow made people feel like we're cool. And, and we're even if we're not like, like a connection, sometimes people confer that as a relationship. And, and, and I see people using platforms like LinkedIn incredibly inappropriately. <laughs> I mean, we're not even going to talk about the people that pitch you five seconds after they connect to you, because that's a whole other thing. But, but just this, the audacity of people to ask you for a referral and you don't know them. I, I don't know why, you know, have you seen a lot of that? Have you heard people talking about that? Yes, I have. And in fact, several years ago, LinkedIn had a button that you could click and then you asking someone for a referral. Well, that drove me up a tree, but they took that off and it's still happening. But no, and here's why. You would never do that because if I'm giving you a referral, Melinda, my reputation is on the line. So I'm telling someone you need to meet Melinda because, and I give a solid business reason. And here's the nuance. I'm going to refer you, Melinda, because you're a nice person and you're sharp. Forget the fact I've known you for at least 10 years, but beside that, but your prospect is not going to take a meeting because you're a nice person. Right. They're going to take the meeting because there's a valid business reason. Right. And I think sometimes people, even people that will email you to pitch, I I got an email earlier today from someone who wanted me to just help them promote their their app that they have that helps people, you know, schedule appointments and stuff. And I and I emailed the guy and I was like, tell me why I should help you. Like, like I don't I don't know you. People actually pay me to promote products, but but just for kicks and giggles, tell me why I should help you. Because that's what was missing from the email that you pitched me. You told me who you were, you told me what you do, but you didn't tell me why I should help you. And it's like it's crazy. I, I just see bad, bad behavior in this area a lot. And I just was curious if you um, if you've seen it. Now, let me ask you something else. Should you give a friend like if you're asking someone for a referral, should you give them an out? 
You know, should you give them permission to say no? Or should you know better than if somebody could say no, they're not the person you should be asking? Here's what happens. So I've had my company 26 years. No one has ever said no. And if you're asking and they're not the right person, they'll refer you to the right person because you have a relationship. You only ask people where you have a strong relationship. It's not who you think would be the best connected. You always go with a relationship because that's how you get your intel. That's how you learn. Always. And if you're not the right person, you will tell them. But if I refer you and you don't follow up and you pitch and all of that, it reflects on me. So I'm never going to do that unless I have a relationship. I love it. I love it. So, Joanne, I want to switch gears with you a little bit. Um, should you offer incentives for referrals, like like to customers? If you don't have a, a B2B business where you get to know your customers personally, let's say you got a B2C business, should you offer incentives for referrals? You know, it's pretty typical in B2C, but in B2B, I say no. I, it feels like a bribe, actually. Now, Sending a personal gift or a donation after the fact, absolutely. Incenting salespeople, if you have salespeople or people in your company, absolutely, because this costs you nothing, right? A referral costs you nothing except one thing, the price of a stamp, because you're going to put that on your handwritten thank you note and actually mail it. Love it. Love it. So can you get referrals without asking, Joanne? It happens. I call those inbound referrals. And they would happen. A client says, oh, we need you to come in and do some more. Or they'll tell other people to contact us. Or something comes in on the website. That's inbound. We have no control over that. We need to be outbound, which is proactively asking for referrals because growing our business is not about sitting back and waiting, right? No matter the size, I'm a small business owner. I've been that twice and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) What would you say is the biggest missed opportunity in asking for referrals? It's asking our customers. Again, Just like that first meeting, no one was asking. And it's happening now. And I talk to a lot of people and I do polls on podcasts, on webinars when I'm working with a client. Who has asked every single one of their clients with whom they have a relationship for a referral? Not happening. That is the biggest gap today. It always has been. But, you know, clients are thrilled to help us. They just don't know what to do. You know, and the other thing is... You're reprogramming my head. I'm now going to start preaching this. I always preach, keep your customers, you know, customer retention. So now I'm going to start preaching and ask them for a referral. Turn your customers into an unpaid sales force. Ask for a referral, please. So that's going to be my new mantra for 2023, I think. Listen, last question. Tell me, what is the best business advice you've ever been given? It was my first job out of college. 
I worked for a women's retail store here in San Francisco that had about, oh, maybe 15 or 20 stores. And I was on the first floor. And that's the same today. You know, it's cosmetics, it's hosiery, it's gifts, it's all those things. And I wanted to redo a display. So here I am, a trainee, you know, what to redo a display. And I asked these people in my area, what do you think? And they said to me, it's never been done before. Ask Carolyn. That was the manager. I went to Carolyn and I told her and I said, they told me it's never been done before. Without missing a beat, she said, that's the best reason I know for doing it. (laughs) And that has been my mantra. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Joanne. You have given us some valuable insight and I have really appreciated you very much. Thank you so much to my guest sales expert, Joanne Black. Check out her website, nomorecoldcalling.com. Now listen, if you're interested in starting your dream business in 2023, I want to encourage you to check out my new course, Become Your Own Boss. It is a 10-week online course that is going to give you everything you need to launch your dream business. It starts January 31st. I'm doing it in partnership with Drexel University. So I can also get you some CEU credits if that's something that you need. I'm going to help you build a business plan and a sales plan so that you're going to be able to drive sales on day one of your business. If you're interested in checking out the course, head over to our URL, tinyurl.com forward slash B-Y-O-B Drexel. Now, thank you so much for joining us tonight on this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. The mission of the Small Biz Chat Podcast is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host, and I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.